Welcome back to the Profitable Purpose podcast, or if you're new here, welcome. My name is Brittany and I have a passion for purpose and helping you build a profitable and purpose-driven business. I am in a very pivotal phase of business and life right now, and in this episode, I want to pull back the curtain and share with you the real behind the scenes of being a business owner and the challenges I've faced over the years of building my business and kind of what my day-to-day looks like in this phase of my business. For those of you who are new here or don't know much about me, my name is Brittany. I'm 23 years old. I've been in the business world on and off for the past eight to nine years. I started my current business three and a half years ago and I have been full-time with that business for just over 18 months. I am a lash artist, a lash trainer and a business coach. So the structure of my business is primarily service-based but I am now dipping my toes in the waters of digital products as well. So today I want to share a little bit about what life has looked like for me as a self-employed service provider and how that has transformed over the years to what my life looks like now. I know a lot of you listening are in service-based businesses or looking to get into a service-based business. Now if you're not 100% sure what exactly I mean by service-based, it basically means that your business operates by providing a service, whether that be beauty services, photography, graphic design, anything that includes providing a tailored service to your clients versus a product-based business where you create a physical product or a digital product and then sell it. The difference between these two business models that I want to focus on right now is that with a service-based business, most of the time we are selling our time and expertise and we have a very close interaction with our end consumer. So for me in the lash industry, I'm selling my time and a specific service and that service cannot happen without me physically being there and performing that service. Versus a product-based business, you either hand make the product or create the product digitally or have a manufacturer make your product and then you sell that product without necessarily having any close interactions with your end consumer. Now, depending on the product and the manufacturing process, a lot of the time the selling of that product happens somewhat automatically and doesn't require you being in a specific place at a specific time to sell that product. So the lifestyle and the business operations of someone who runs a service-based business will look very different to someone who runs a product-based business. So today I'm going to focus on what the life of a service-based business owner can look like or has looked like for me over the years, but I will talk a little bit about what I have experienced so far as I'm transitioning or integrating digital products into my business model too. I want to start this off by saying what your lifestyle and business operations look like will depend on what your goals are. Something I realized recently is that the reason I so badly wanted to be self-employed and be my own boss was that I wanted to control my own schedule, to set my own hours and to have more free time. But it's taken me three years to actually get to that point and enjoy those things. When you first start out in a service-based business, a lot of the time you are at the beck and call of your clients. If you want to build a reputation, get experience, develop your skills and start making money, you're probably going to have to sacrifice your strict business hours and work a lot more than you'd hoped in order to get your business to a place that truly allows you to be the boss and make your own rules. It's unrealistic to come out of the gates fired up and ready to go and charge pre 
premium prices and having the demand necessary for you to be picky with who you work with and when you're willing to work. And I know that's probably not what you want to hear, but it is the reality of starting a service-based business. Sure, there might be some outliers who have some killer connections and are just so incredibly gifted in whatever service that they offer that demand picks up almost immediately and they can charge premium prices right from the get-go but that is not the case for most people starting out in business. And this comes as a shock for a lot of people because they see all of these creators and these seven-figure business owners online painting a picture that life as a business owner is easy and all you have to do is follow this simple five-step process and bada-bing, bada-boom, now you're a millionaire or now you have a thriving six-figure business in 90 days. And it's just not the case for most people. And when they don't experience that level of success, they start to think they're not cut out for this or feel like they've failed and they give up. So what I want to do is give you a realistic look at what it's really like to build a business from the ground up when you don't come from a wealthy background and you don't have thousands of dollars at your disposal to get your business off the ground quickly. I haven't shared a lot about my background on the podcast or really anywhere for that matter, but I do want to talk about it because I don't want anyone to think that Building a business is only reserved for people who have a background in business or family members with experience in business or who start out with a lot of money at their disposal to start a business. So I do want to recognize my privilege in that I don't come from a poor background. We never had to struggle to put food on the table or pay our bills and... This might be a bit of a curveball to throw in here, but growing up from when I was born to around 9 or 10, I believe, it may have been before that, I can't remember specifically, but I grew up with my mum, my dad and my stepdad and me all living in the same house. My mum was in a polyamorous relationship with my dad and my stepdad and they both worked relatively high paying jobs, so money was never scarce and I never went without. When I was 15, 16-ish, I moved out with my boyfriend at the time and I received a little bit of financial help from my parents when I needed it, but for the most part, I have been on my own financially from the age of 15, 16. At that time, I was going to school, working two jobs and had started a little business, training people's horses and buying, re-educating and selling x-race horses that were on their way to the meat factory if they didn't find a new home. In 2017, I believe, I started an electrical apprenticeship, which I absolutely hated, which is what drove me to take up lashing about two years after starting that apprenticeship in an attempt to be able to quit. I paid for my lash certification with the money that I'd saved from my $15 an hour apprenticeship, and after a few months of lashing on the side, I started to plan my escape from the electrical industry, and then I got fired and knocked on my ass. I was not in a good financial position at all. I had about $50,000 worth of debt, no job, definitely not making enough money to get by with just lashing. So I bounced around between casual jobs for a while and at the same time I was still lashing on and off. After having a run-in with one of my bosses in December of 2020, I decided I was done being an employee. I quit both of the jobs I was working at the time and went all in with my business, deathly determined to make it work because I just could not tolerate working for someone else. This was a massive risk. On paper, it was definitely not a good idea. I was still in a lot of debt. I had no one in my life to lean on for business advice. And so I threw every ounce of my being into studying business and marketing from free resources online like podcasts and YouTube. So I have been full-time in my business since December of 2020 and I have successfully generated consistent and predictable revenue and client bookings every single month. But what did that actually look like for me? 
How was I able to do that with no savings to fall back on or family to help me out financially with getting my business from side hustle to full time? Well, all of that information is the basis of this podcast. So if you want to know the specifics of that information, just make sure you subscribe to this podcast and tune in weekly to get the full scope of that information. But today I just want to talk about what my life has looked like over the last three years from the moment that I started my lash business to where I am now to give you a realistic look at what it's like to build a service-based business. Something that I don't think a lot of people realize when they start a business is that you are the one that needs to fund and take the brunt of the issues that come up in business. When you start a new job, you are working within someone else's business. Now, what happens when you start a new job or what does that business need to do in order to prepare you to be able to work within that business without additional support? Well, most of the time they need to pay you for the time you spend training and while you're training, you're probably not making that business any additional income. In fact, you are probably costing that business money because they need to pay you and pay someone else to train you. Not to mention the loss in revenue that inevitably occurs when new employees make mistakes that cost the business money. Now, when you become a business owner, you are the one that has to take the brunt of those expenses. You are the one funding your education. You are the one training yourself. You are the one building up the clientele. You are the one that has to actually pay for the mistakes that you make. You are the one purchasing the products and the materials that you need for your business. And that is the reality of starting a business with very little finances to fall back on or use to fast track your success. So for the first two years of my lash business, it was really just me figuring out what I wanted to do with my life. I never intended to go full time with lashing and I never expected to still be doing this three years later. Lashing in the beginning was literally just a safety net so that I could quit my job and work out what I actually wanted to do with my life. And because that was the intention that I came into this industry with... I really did not take myself seriously. I was lashing on and off for those first two years and when I say on and off, I was really taking long extended breaks, like sometimes months at a time, which meant I wasn't really improving all that much in my lash skills and I wasn't really putting any effort into growing my social media or actively trying to grow my clientele. Truthfully, in that first two years, I really didn't even enjoy lashing and There were multiple times I thought about stopping completely because I was just having so many issues with the type of clients I was attracting. So during those first two years of my business, if I can just try and paint a picture for you, I started out lashing from my home on my days off from my other jobs and I was doing semi-regular trips to my hometown to do lashes there too, which was about a three-hour drive from where I was living. Like I said, I wasn't really taking myself seriously, which meant I was leaving my business up to chance. I had no plan, no marketing strategy, and so my books were super on and off definitely not making a consistent income from lashing. To be honest, at that time, I was probably just making enough to cover cost of product and had a little bit left over for myself. So in terms of my lifestyle back then, I was kind of just doing whatever, whenever. I was working casual jobs here and there and to be 110% transparent, because I wasn't taking my business seriously and I didn't know what I was doing with my life, I was not the most reliable service provider. I didn't see lashing as a business. I saw it more as a hobby. And so if something better came up, I would flake because I didn't understand the detriment of constantly moving and rescheduling client appointments to suit my own needs. 
And I see this happen so much in the service-based industry. People who have no background in business start a business and don't realize that the business is actually not for them. The business is for the client. As service providers, our purpose is to be of service to our clients. As much as we start a business to fulfill our own wants and needs, ultimately our business is to be of service to our clients because without that we literally don't have a business and this is a very important mindset shift that changed the way I do and see business and what has allowed me to build my business to the point that it is today. So fast forward to 2019 I went through a traumatic breakup and had to move house and the house that I moved into was not suitable to do lashes from. So I was still working casual jobs on and off at this point and after I moved I actually became a mobile service provider. So I was going to my clients houses and I took literally everything with me, my bed, my ring light, stool and lash box and I was going to anyone that was willing to book with me. I was driving over an hour and a half to see some of my clients, I was carrying all of my stuff into people's upstairs units, rain, hail or shine and as much as I hated having to be mobile, I was actually getting a lot of bookings because I was mobile so I kept at it for a while until I realised that it wasn't sustainable because the amount of travel I was doing and not charging anywhere near enough for was heavily cutting into my profits and I was pretty much just breaking even. So I stopped lashing again for a bit and decided to start an online business so that I never had to travel for work again or have to get a full-time job. I started an online product-based business selling blue light glasses and to be honest that didn't last very long because I had absolutely no passion for blue light glasses but I did spend a considerable amount of time and money on setting that business up and actually studying how to run an online business. I took a few marketing and social media courses, I hired a business coach, I built my website, I sourced a manufacturer, I ordered inventory, I made a social media, I utilized affiliate marketing and I did get a few sales from customers in multiple different countries too which was interesting but it really didn't last long because I had no care or passion for that business. So I took what I learned about social media marketing for the online business and I started applying it to my lash business. Now, lucky for me, at that time, I just moved into a new place that I was actually able to lash from. Now, very quickly, after implementing some of the tools I learned from those courses, I started to build a following, a targeted following, which was resulting in more frequent bookings. So at this point, we are in December of 2020, I'm still working two jobs, I'm lashing on the side and after implementing some of the marketing tools and strategies I had learned, I was starting to get quite busy with my lash clients on the side. Now, one thing I do want to point out is that yes, the marketing strategies were definitely helping, but it was also December and everyone knows how busy businesses get in December, so that was definitely a contributing factor as well. So I'm getting busy with clients, I start planning my resignation for both jobs three months later so that I had at least three months to save some money as a buffer and prove to myself that I was able to sustain the number of bookings that I was getting at that time. About four days after writing out this detailed plan to resign in three months, I had an argument with one of my bosses and I decided to quit both of my jobs that week. This was not a smart decision, it was not a logical decision, I was still in a lot of debt, had a lot of expenses, but I had faith in myself that I was resourceful enough to make it work. So at this point in my life, I go all in with my business, I'm taking any booking I can get no matter what time of the day it is, I'm studying in every waking moment of my life, studying marketing, studying lash techniques, social media, personal development, web design, copywriting, Facebook ads, everything. And I started picking up business quickly. My skills were improving, which increased demand and allowed me to charge more 
which led me to being able to be more consistent with my business hours and not be working any time of the day. And now being full time, I had to actually set up my policies and cancellation fees because I was relying on this money and only this money. And setting up my policies and stating my boundaries with my clients started to weed out the clients that weren't a good fit for my business and started attracting the people who were a good fit for my business. And I want you to take note of this part because as I said earlier, a lot of people are almost shocked when they realize they can't just burst into the industry and be charging premium prices without experience or expect that people will trust them and book with them with no evidence of adequate experience or a portfolio of their work. I spent a long time charging such low prices and not having policies and driving to my clients' houses, working any time of the day, anything I needed to do to get the clients and get the experience before I was able to charge premium prices and be strict with my hours and actually start making some damn money. Looking back now with the knowledge that I have, I'm very confident that I could have approached things differently and seen more success earlier, but I did the best of what I could with the knowledge that I had and I was able to take my business full time and structure my business in a way that I deeply enjoyed. So I don't want you to think that you're doomed for years of scraping by before your business takes off because truthfully with the right knowledge and the help of today's marketing tools your business can get off the ground quite quickly but it's not going to be overnight so from the end of december 2020 until now june of 2022 I have sustainably grown my business to be a full-time income. I have built a clientele that I am absolutely obsessed with. I get to work with incredible people. And now I am finally starting to reap the rewards of being a business owner that I had wanted for so long. Choosing my own hours, working a four-day work week, sleeping in if I want, taking a week off if I want to, creating a lifestyle that feels really good for me. And now I get the incredible opportunity to teach others to do the same. And this truly is my life's work. I have always struggled to hold down a job. If I don't have an interest in something and I'm spending hours of my life doing that, I feel no sense of purpose. I feel empty, disconnected, depressed. I wanted so, so badly to work for myself and have a business that I cared about and be in control of my life. And now I have experienced both and I know that there are so many other women in the position that I was in, hating their job, wanting to start a business that they are passionate about and living a fulfilling and exciting life. And this is where my ultimate passion lies in helping you achieve that. My business journey has been bumpy. It has been one of the most challenging experiences of my life. But it has also been the most empowering, transformative and exciting experience of my life. And I can say with my hand on my heart that it was 110% worth it. All of the time sacrifice, living a very isolated life while my business was growing, the money I have spent on extended education, charging low prices while I built my skills, working with bad clients, everything has been worth it. If you're in the beginning stages of your business and you're having a really hard time growing or you feel like your growth is slow, I want you to know that it is normal. I would love to give you a simple five-step process to building a six-figure business or tell you exactly what you're in for and how to prepare, but it's just not that simple. Yes, of course, there are blueprints and strategies and marketing tools that you can utilize to get you to that point. 
but everybody's life and priorities are so unique and different. Your living situation, your finances, children, your other commitments, how much financial and emotional support you have around you will affect how much time and money you're able to invest in growing your business. I've fought with myself for so long about how I want to approach my business and how I want to support my clients because there is a part of me that definitely loves to live on the edge and I'm not afraid to invest a lot of money and take big risks in my business and it's kind of like a no pain no gain mentality and I will hustle my way to success no matter what it takes but I do realize that if it really came down to it I do have people around me who would be able to support me if everything failed and I couldn't afford to survive on my own and then there is another part of me that's like slow and steady wins the race always have some savings to fall back on you don't need to invest all of your money back into the business right away don't work too much enjoy your life you're never going to get this time back don't work weekends be the self-care queen never sacrifice your sleep make time for your friends and what i've realized is that there is no right or wrong or one better than the other there is a time and place for both of these phases These are like feminine and masculine qualities and phases of business and there needs to be an ebb and flow of both in order to create equilibrium and harmony in your experience of business. Sometimes you need to hustle and that hustle needs to be followed by rest in order to recover. Your business journey is unique because you are unique and your life is unique. Maybe in this stage of your life, you have no choice but to hustle if you want to reach your goals. You have to sacrifice time for pleasure and socializing. You have to pull some all-nighters to get your work done. And maybe your period of hustling is much longer than some other business owners you know because your journey is unique to you. But there will come a time if you stay committed to your vision and your mission, if you implement the right tools, if you're willing and able to invest in further education, in a business coach or mentorship from someone who has achieved what you are trying to achieve in your life and you put the work in personally and professionally, there will come a time that you reap the rewards of the work that you have put in and you'll have the ability to create the lifestyle you desired when you decided to become a business owner. I am three and a half years into my business and I am just now starting to see the work really paying off. I work four days a week from 10.30 to 4.30. My clients are incredible. I'm paid well. I get to have my weekends to myself. I can sleep in whenever I want. I can be home before the sun goes down and now I get to support other women who are in the beginning stages of their business, get their business from side hustle to full time and I get to teach new lash artists all the skills I have learned over the years that has allowed me to provide high quality work and charge premium prices. So basically what I've done is get my business to a comfortable point and then throw a whole new curveball at myself as I transition from just lashing to teaching and coaching and creating courses. So I am very much back in that masculine hustle phase of business, but the difference now is that I have already spent the time building my business to a comfortable point that allows me to be more flexible with my schedule and still make enough money to sustain myself as I go back into that building phase with a new project. And this means I am able to approach this building phase of business from a more feminine place, from a place of more flow and ease and playfulness, as opposed to urgency and rigidness and hustling my way through every challenge because I had to. So at this point in time, I am lashing three to four days a week, teaching in-person classes one to two times a month, and my days off lashing and my mornings and evenings are usually spent working on the business 
writing podcast notes, filming courses, crafting workflows, planning course curriculums, supporting my students, building sales pages, creating tons of content. But the thing is, there is no real urgency. I can take the weekend off if I choose. If I don't feel like teaching, I don't have to. I can just take the week off. And because I'm not approaching all of this from a rushed and desperate place, I have a much bigger capacity for everyday stresses and more capacity to be creative and really enjoy the creation process. And this is a really beautiful and surreal place for me to be in because I've just worked so hard and poured so much time and money into my business and education and personal development and now I'm really starting to see that work pay off. So please just know that your path in business and life is not going to look the same as anyone else's. We are all on our own path, our own journey, and the challenges we face are going to be different for each of us. I am here to support you on this journey by sharing the lessons I have learned, how to avoid the mistakes I've made, and what has supported me in growing my business. And the best piece of advice I can give you if you want to build a business or take your business to the next level, whatever that looks like for you, is to learn from people who have gone before you. If you can afford to invest in expanding your knowledge, do that. If you can't afford to invest in yourself right now, that is fine. There are so many free online resources available to you that will help you grow your business. But truthfully, paid education or learning from a blueprint or a coach for your specific business model is always going to be the faster track to success. But be patient, trust the process and trust that everything is happening as it needs to in divine timing. My purpose for this episode is to give you hope. I know so many of you are in the very beginning stages of your business right now. You're feeling overwhelmed, you're experiencing self-doubt, maybe some imposter syndrome, you're facing unexpected challenges and maybe you're even questioning if starting a business was the right decision. And I just ask that you have faith. And you stay committed to your vision of having the business and having the success that you're looking for. Because it will come. In divine timing, all of the hard work that you're putting in now is going to come back to you plus more. I hope that this was insightful and I hope that I've been able to offer you some encouragement. And I am truly so excited for you to experience the next level of success and fulfillment that is on its way to you in this journey of life and business. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Profitable Purpose podcast. If you have any feedback or questions or specific topics that you want me to cover in future episodes, I would love to hear from you. You can hit me up on Instagram at the Profitable Purpose podcast or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And until next time, keep hustling or resting whatever phase of business you're in right now. And I will see you on the next episode.